But with the new ways of fermentation and planting and everything, you know, you can get a Indian coffee that will taste like a Brazilian. You get a Brazilian yeah. that tastes like a Colombian, and then you get a Colombian that tastes like an Ethiopian. Mm. So, so the mindset or prejudging the coffees based on origin isn't the best thing to do anymore. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar. And before we get started, please, I want to ask your forgiveness for my voice. I'm still suffering from allergies post-India. Um, and uh, here in Sydney, we're going into spring. So I know how hard it can be to listen to somebody's voice when they have allergies. So please forgive me. Uh, this is episode two of a five-part series with Yusuf Al-Zayed. Yusuf, we are talking about our experience in India. And in the last episode, we spoke about World Coffee Conference. Uh, in yeah. this episode, we're going to talk about India's green coffee market. So tell us about India's green coffee market from your perspective as a green buyer and an importer into Saudi. So India coffee market has been, let's put it in a way, it's been growing. It's uh -huh. been a very promising market to work at. Uh -huh. It is... Not as, sorry, I'm just going to speak like this so I can be calmer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it is not as well marketed as it should be uh -huh. comparing to other coffee origins around the world, but it's still one of my favorite. It is yeah. a very unique market. It has a lot of big potential. It's uh, very, it's, it is very, very um, promising market. Okay. And give people the lay of the land of like, is so, it mostly Robusta? Um, is it mostly it's, Arabica? Uh, it's, so it's a mix. It yeah. was mainly Robusta at a certain point, And then now they're, plan they're trying to switch to Arabicas because they see more potential in the market. The Indian coffee... Uh, market as consumers is growing so a lot of things are changing to the arabica and that's why people are growing more of them mm -hmm. they're plus they're trying to get it to reach to the outside world more which would want more arabica coffees than robustas right at least in the speciality scene let's let's at be more moment, specific anyway. at the moment yeah so it is a very interesting market. They're growing in Kurg. They're growing in Chikmagalore. They're growing in Tamil Nadu. They are growing in a All few around. other cities, regions that I don't remember the name because uh -huh. they're harder to pronounce a bit. Yep. But, uh, you know, um, so I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> totally the best fine. guy to remember <laughs> of the guy, of the names. But I've been buying coffees from Chikmagalore and Kurg specifically. And I've I've loved it. Yeah. I've been enjoying it a lot. I think I've been receiving some of the cleanest cups, sorting and profile wise. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's a very lovely origin. place to be working on. Or yeah. yeah, it's a very lovely origin. It's uh, interesting. It's a mix of culture. It's a pot. It's a yeah, melted oh, yeah. pot. Like there's so many things that go into that and uh, it's amazing when people think of brazilian coffees they have a specific profile in mind yeah cup profile when people think of panama the same thing when people think of ethiopia and kenya 
you know, all of those origins have a very um, kind of recognizable My, yeah. uh, profile. How would you describe the Indian profile? So I would say th this mindset doesn't really help the market at all. You know, like yeah. you can't just say, oh, all Indian food is spicy. You know, yeah, you said that you a lot at. when we were there. Exactly. Right. Like, okay, there's some regions that like spice more than others, but then it's a complete difference. So India was known for having all oh, the, the coffee is spicy. The coffee is earthy. The coffee is heavy. But with the new ways of fermentation and planting and everything, you know, you can get a Indian coffee that will taste like a Brazilian. You get a Brazilian yeah. that tastes like a Colombian, and then you get a Colombian that tastes like an Ethiopian. Mm. So, so the mindset or prejudging the coffees based on origin isn't the best thing to do anymore. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace for just 50 euros, and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Yeah, right. at a certain point when processes were just very simple and then you will, you will see certain profiles pushed more than others because that's what they could grow easily and that's uh -huh. what the profile they will get with less work you know because processing takes a lot of work and also coffee growing uh -huh. so yeah if they were indians were washing coffees easily and because that's what they can do the most cost efficient and it will give them, give them a good cup then they will do it but the new ways it's i've been drinking a lot of fruity India coffees and it's mm. delicious it's amazing and it is shocking because if you just don't write India under that coffee it it could taste like any other origin yeah the the interesting thing that I found about Indian coffee was I tasted a lot of excelsis while I was there that's the the first time I've really drunk a lot of excelsis uh, I think maybe I tasted it once before um, mm. but you tastes a lot of excelsis, a lot of robustas, and a lot of arabica over there. And yeah. the thing that I found was really interesting, every cup was clean. Every cup I tasted was clean. Did you try some like honey processed robustas or some nut like fermented robustas? I think we did together with Shravan, didn't we? Yeah, we and did. It blew and that was shocking. Right, like the no, no, blue Tokai that was Matt Shravan. Matt, right when we went to Blue Tokai. And we drank some really interesting fermented coffees. I did anyway. I, think I wasn't, I, I wasn't we, with you. We did it with Shravan, oh, but I Shravan. forgot his roastery name. Right. Shout yeah, out to Shravan. Try. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. And then we can um, speak what Dr. Mandapa told us before the panel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's not picture a... Wait, picture this, folks. We forgot to mention this before. So you have this. You had <laughs> Yusuf, Matt from Blue Takai, Shravan. And, and we Naveen. had and Naveen from MPS uh, Roasters. MPS or MSP? MSP, sorry. And yeah. uh, so these guys are being jokers, and and look, they were they were being jokers because there was a lot of there was a lot of attention on them during the during the conference. And so Dr. Mandapar comes and he says to all of them, behave. 
before the panel. And so they did, which we were all very proud of. Um, so so Mandapa and Komal had to, had to remind them to behave. There was a lot of really fun little things like that that happened at um, WCC. So getting back to what we were talking about with regards to yeah. the tasting, the every cup that I tasted seemed to be interesting. But the funny thing that like I would taste a coffee and I would be like, that reminds me of a Kenyan or exactly. this reminds me of a Brazil or this tastes like a Costa Rican. I was, I kept looking for something that felt like it wasn't from any other origin that would I mean, give so me hard. a reference point of what was like an Indian coffee. And the, and I, I don't know if it's just because I, this is really the only origin I've tasted this at, but it felt like the Excelsis were the reference point for me of like a purely Indian coffee experience. But you would know better than me about that. I, I think you're referring to Excelsis because that's where you drank the most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So I don't drink like, them anywhere else. Exactly. So like you're eating a lot of more food in one place and then that will remind yeah, yeah. you of that one place. Um, I think it's so hard to really call that. Um, yeah. If we want to put a general profile for Indian coffees, I think we'll say spice, we'll say chocolate, we'll say heavy body, we'll say yeah, very earthy. something like that. Yeah, very, very earthy, earthy coffee. In a really ple coffee, but, pleasurable kind of way. Uh, but with the new speciality ways that's happening in the market, I think there is no certain yeah. profile because each person is producing differently. Yeah. Um, I mean, we cupped one of the coffees. I don't know if you tried it, but it was on the booth, South India Coffee Company. Uh -huh. That was uneven picking. <sighs> it processed as a honey and it ended up being very clean. Yeah. So there's so many tricks nowadays um, yeah. that you can do with fermentation that will really change the cup profile and will change the whole image of the uh, country. Yeah. Right? And I, I, that's what I think. And I, I definitely agree with you there. I think that what's so exciting about India, and we're going to talk about this in a future episode when we talk about the uniqueness of India as an origin country. But what's really exciting is that when somebody tells you that they're a coffee producer, they don't just say, I'm a coffee producer. They say, I'm a yeah. fourth generation coffee producer or I'm a sixth mm -hmm. generation coffee producer. And so when they give you that accolade or they say, I'm a third generation coffee roaster, it's a part of the culture, the way that they express yeah. that. But what's really exciting is that you have this next generation of producers that are very excited about the new technology that they're going to be using with regards to fermentation processes and new, uh, you know, are they going to grow with shade or without shade and why are they going to do that? Just really, really interesting stuff where there's an openness to the way that coffee is being produced in India that I think is very, very exciting for what is about to be expressed in the cup. Then there's an openness with regards to this generation that we will all be the beneficiaries of because of India's focus on sustainability and cup quality. And the, yeah. uh, that's really exciting, I think. I think um, the, new, the fact that the new generations are coming in, it's, helping to change yeah. the um, coffee mentality and then, yeah. you know, push certain image about Indian, Indian coffees that hasn't been pushed. Yeah. 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 Right. I, I think that's. Go ahead. That's giving them the more power in the, um, 
in the uh it's giving them more power in in on the global market in, in the current market yeah i agree you know it will probably give them more advantage as well yeah to do this and and you know what we're going to do? We're going to actually talk about the uniqueness of the Indian coffee market in the next episode because it just ties up really, really well. So l- join us in the next episode, folks. We're going to dig deeper into the uniqueness of how this market is set up because it is very unique compared to other markets. And what was really interesting was that I went on my first and my second origin trip within a week of each other. So oh. Yeah, yeah, I your, did. Oh, okay. It, yeah, so yeah. my first so, origin trip was in India, by the way. Right. Let's talk about it in the next episode. So I didn't tell you that when we were there, but we'll talk about it in the next episode. Join us for that, everyone. Peace, love, and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.